Hey everyone. So we're continuing our series, Moments with God, where we're exploring prayer and the fullness and richness of prayer. And today we're focusing on listening because prayer is a two-way thing. This is one of the amazing things about prayer. It's a, it's a conversation. It's a two-sided moment and where we get to talk to God, but also we get to hear his voice and listen to what he has to say to us. I guess we all know what it feels like to be part of a one-sided conversation, right? Where, it, where it's pretty clear that one person is doing all of the talking. Or maybe you found yourself in a conversation where you realize you haven't heard what the other person was saying because it's so you've been so busy thinking about what you're gonna say next. Or if you're anything like me, my wife Jen will tell you that there's times where she'll start a conversation with me and she'll get a little way into it before she realizes that I'd been daydreaming all along and actually I hadn't heard anything she'd said right from the start. Pretty bad, eh? Because we all know like the best conversations are two-way, where we get to express what is on our heart, but also we get to really hear from the other person too. And I guess there's a danger that our prayer life becomes a one-sided conversation where we get so used to talking to God, but actually we do very little of listening to God. And if we find ourselves in that place, then we miss out on the full wonder of what prayer can be, because it is a wonder if you think about it. I mean that we can hear God, that we can listen to him. Like God who made the stars and the sun and the moon and the tides. God who is love and gentleness and kindness and compassion and power and strength. This God, the God who made you, who, well, you can listen to his voice. You can hear him. He's interested in a conversation with you. Let me read this from John 10, 27, where Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. It's amazing to think, isn't it, that God has words individually for you. Soren Kierkegaard, who's a Danish theologian and philosopher, he wrote a piece that said this, A man prayed and at first he thought that prayer was talking but he became more and more quiet until in the end he realised prayer is listening. And so wherever we are on our prayer journey today, wherever we are on our faith journey today, maybe God is trying to get our attention, maybe he's speaking, maybe in this, in this moment now as we go through this now, that you might find like God is starting to speak to you and drop things into your head, that impressions are going to start to form in your mind. Because God is always speaking. We can think of like God's voice a bit like a song that's always playing or maybe like a radio station that's always broadcasting. And, and as we tune in, we can start to become aware of it. Zephaniah 3.17 says this, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you but he will rejoice over you with singing. And so 
it's like there's this melody that's always playing. Maybe it's a little bit like this. There's this sound that's coming out from God. Although we might not always hear it or be aware of it, he's, he's singing over us, he's communicating with us. And he's saying, I love you. my child. I'm proud of you. I'll never leave you. You are safe with me. And there's this overarching communication that God is playing out to all of us, like a tune that's always there in the background, even though we might not be aware of it. And there's so many other ways that God wants to speak to us, to have a relationship with us, to communicate with us, to have conversations with us, to enjoy moments with us, things he wants to experience and enjoy with you. And so how do we do that? How do we listen to God? How do we hear God? Well, today let's look at three things we can do to learn better like, how to listen to God. And the first one we want to talk about today is airplane mode. You know the mode on your phone? Maybe we need to come out of airplane mode in our prayer life. Um, you know what airplane mode does, right? When you turn it on, it kills all the connections and maybe we put it on airplane, our phone on airplane mode at night or we're reminded to when we get on a plane. That's why it's called airplane mode. Um, and, and, but maybe in our prayer life, like we're not expecting to hear God. And so maybe we've turned our receivers off. Maybe like, we need to start to think about that and think, maybe it's time to turn on my prayer 4G and my prayer Bluetooth and my prayer Wi-Fi. Maybe as I pick up my phone in the morning, I, I just want to make, take a moment and, and say to God, here I am, I'm listening. There's a great story in the Bible in 1 Samuel 3. This is about Samuel when he was a boy and when God first starts to speak to him and God's trying to get his attention and so he's calling out to Samuel. And then there becomes this point where Samuel actually recognises that and he, and he says, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And so maybe we need to do that in our spirits, in our prayer times, in our moments with God each day. Maybe we need to just say like, God, speak to me. Here I am. I'm your servant and I'm, and I'm listening. I'm turning on. I'm coming out of airplane mode. I'm putting my reception on. Um, you know, sometimes on our phones, don't we, we, might, we might fear turning it on. Maybe we're dreading a message that's coming in. Or we're feeling like we're hounded or something. There's some reason that we we want to just turn our phone off and pretend it will go away. Well, the wonderful thing about God is that we never have to do that because we don't need to be fearful about what, if we hear God's voice, if we listen to him, what he might be saying to us because God's words are always good for us. We don't need to be worried that he's going to condemn us or put us down or that he's going to put heavy loads on us or any of that stuff, but God's words are always encouragement. God's words are always compassion and assurance. They build us up. God is interested in pouring goodness into our lives. 
And so let's get into this habit like coming out of airplane mode every day. God, here I am. Speak to me. Second thing we can do to learn to listen is learning to recognize God's voice. And God's voice comes in many different ways, doesn't it? If we read the Bible, we can, we can see these moments where God speaks in big, huge words. Like there's Paul on the road to Damascus where God's voice booms down from heaven and Paul is overwhelmed in that moment. And we can start to think like maybe we're hearing God is all about hearing a physical voice for hearing us hearing a sound in our ears and but maybe we maybe more often for us it's more like Elijah you know there's a story in 1 Kings 19 about how God speaks to Elijah and um, there's a moment where there's this huge wind and a big earthquake and there's fire um, but it turns out God's voice wasn't in those things but there's a moment where there's this gentle whisper and that's where God's voice appears to Elijah. And so when we start to think about recognizing God's voice, it can be helpful not to think about literally hearing a sound in our ears, but more like an impression of a voice in our mind, a sense, like a feeling that comes from outside of us or a nudge in our spirits. And we can learn to recognize that. Pastor Matt does a great example of um, how we can do some of this thing. Like, let's do it now, actually. So think of somebody that you love or somebody that you know really well. And when you thought of that person, now we can start to imagine their voice. And as we do that, we recognize it, don't we? We recognize that although we're not literally hearing it, you can, you can hear it. And there's something about it that you recognize and it is totally them. And hearing God's voice can be a little bit like that. And you know, I'm sure there's times where we hear things that we think, and we think, was that God speaking just then? You know, what I heard, what I felt I heard just then, or what I experienced just then, was that God? And there's some helpful things we can do if you find ourselves in that place. Like, one of the things we can do is we can ask, did that sound like Jesus? Is that something Jesus might have said? Does it resonate like that? Or we could measure it against the Bible, you know, measure it against God's word, which is solid and reliable and dependable. And just think, does it match? Does it line up? Does it come into alignment with what God says through, through the Bible in his word? Or maybe it's good to check it out with Christian friends who we trust or um, people that we know are further ahead than us on our faith journey. And so we can learn to recognize God's voice and develop a habit of recognizing that and thirdly we can practice listening and I want to quickly introduce five practices for us to think about maybe we can as we go through these some ideas here some things that we can do to practice listening I mean firstly there's the Bible the Bible is God's word it's his voice it means he speaks through it and um it carries a revelation and an authority and a solidity to it. And Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is alive and active. And so as we come to the Bible, we can expect it to come alive and spark conversations. And um, Mark Batterson suggests this way of approaching the Bible when we try to listen to God and understand and discern what God is saying. And he, he talks about praying the Bible rather than reading the Bible. And so you might take a, a small 
bit of the Bible, like a verse or two verses, and just approach it a bit more like an experience or a bit more like you might approach it a beautiful painting where you might like just spend some time just contemplating it and just looking at the colours and the shapes and letting pieces of the picture um, grab your attention. And we can approach the Bible more like that. We can approach it and explore it like that as an experience where we allow it to spark a conversation with God and we can turn to prayer. And, we can, and as we do that, we can start to hear more clearly when we, stop, when we swap from reading the Bible to praying the Bible. It's practice number one. Practice number two, dreams and visions. We can ask God to speak to us through pictures and images. Acts 2.17 says, in the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And so the idea that God might speak to us, that we might listen to him through pictures, through imagery, through dreams, through intuition and the amazing things that God might reveal and show to us as we explore that. Practice number three, counsel and common sense. Proverbs 12:15 says, the way of fools seems right to them but the wise listen to advice. And so seeking godly counsel is no less spiritual than like a, a dream or a vision. But actually, sometimes when we're looking for guidance from God or we're trying to listen to what God is saying in our lives, one of the best things we can do is just take some time with a friend and just sit and talk and talk it out and explore it together. And as we do that, we become aware God is part of that conversation. And we can start to hear his voice through what's happening in that conversation and, and tune into what God is saying. Trusted friends who are further ahead of, than us on the journey. Uh, practice number four, personal reflection. And maybe this is the time after like we, we might not really even be thinking like it's a prayer time, but maybe it's when in the normal everyday moments of our day when we're doing something, um, like I've, I can find God speaks to me when I'm in the shower or um, when I'm painting or mowing the lawn or something like that. And it's not that there's anything special in those things themselves, but what they're doing is they're occupying enough of me that my mind isn't I'm wandering or I'm not worrying about something or I'm not trying too hard to hear God, but I'm just going about stuff and my mind is actually in those moments free enough that God can speak in and I can hear his voice and recognise it. Because sometimes when we're trying to listen to God, we can overthink it. We can try too hard we can, and we can find that sort of stuff is actually not very productive. But actually if we invite God into the everyday rhythms of our day and and learn to recognise his voice in that natural, unforced way. It can be really special. Fifth practice is action. And so if you're anything like me, you, it, I kind of think it'd be great if God would just reveal like big plans to me about the rest of my life and my friends and my family and what's going to happen and it's all going to be mapped out in front. And, but God really rarely does that. And so... We can, what we can find is that our conversation with God, our listening to God, takes the form of action. And actually, as what God might start to do is drop in the next step ahead in our journey. Like, what's the next thing? And as we do that, we start to engage in this conversation. Jesus said in Luke eleven twenty eight, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So there's this sense that listening is not a passive thing. 
but to obey means to pay attention, to listen, to act. And so, and so when God reveals something to us, we can have a go, we can take a step forward and then see what God maybe give us the next step and, and we carry on that journey like that. So as we close today, like, let's remember, wow, what an inspirational, incredible thing it is that God speaks to us. And, and let's take some steps this week to step out of airplane mode, to turn on our receptors, to be excited about what God might be saying to us and to tune in and to listen out for his voice. Let's learn to recognise God's voice. Let's, and let's take on some of these practices. Maybe let's make a decision this week to pick one or more of these practices to explore. Maybe try something new that you haven't tried, through, tried before. Maybe praying through the Bible. Praying for little passages of the Bible and inviting conversation with God. Inviting God to speak to us through dreams and visions. Asking God to speak to us through trusted friends and wise counsel and common sense. Like learning like the natural rhythms and spaces where our mind can be free to like just commune with God and thoughts and impressions and ideas can drop into our mind. And then hearing God through action, taking a step, having a sense of what God is asking us to do, doing that and then seeing what happens then. Why don't we pray? Let's close our eyes. And let's lift up our hands. And let's become aware that God is here. And this is a moment where maybe he's speaking. Holy Spirit, we invite your presence right now. Thank you for the wonder that we can listen to your voice, that we can tune in, that we can hear you. What an amazing gift. We're so blessed by what you pour into our lives, Lord. And so, God, teach us to listen. Teach us the impressions and the nudges of your spirit. Drop ideas and thoughts and visions and pictures into our minds. And as we're praying, why don't we take a moment now just to allow God to speak to us, just to say, God, I'm here. Maybe we'll become aware of something nudging us or something forming in our mind. Because my dears, thank you, God. Thank you, God. So, Lord, we ask that we'd be better listeners. Help us to be in that space where our receptors are on, where we're fully alive to what you want to do. Lord, speak to us, not just about ourselves, but also for others who need you. Help us to carry your presence and hear your voice for other people, to bring good things into your world, to bring glory to your name so that your kingdom comes on the earth even more. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.